We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Witness the miracle. When he woke up this morning and he got the call or somebody, he saw a tweet that it looks like Bill O'Brien, uh, per Adam Schefter, is that they're in agreement on a contract is going to be the Patriots. You probably felt like church. You probably felt like rejoicing because all your problems are now solved. You are healed. You are blind and now you can see. You were in a wheelchair, and now you can finally walk. This is Gresh and Fourier. Tatum with four, with three. Swing it, intercepted by Hero. And a foul called with point nine. The Celtics turn it over. Andy Gresh. Well, the Bruins are first to 80 points. 4-2 in Montreal. Christian Fourier. Guess who he signed? Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. Game 72 million. Mm-hmm. And then guess who he traded? Traded D-Hop for a running back. Man, Brock Osweiler lasted long in, the ship, uh, in Houston and skipped in the military. And skipping didn't go to the military. Mm-hmm. He, he terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Skip, I was long-winded. He terrible. And he ain't going to make no difference. Mm-hmm. Gresh and Fourier right now. Obviously a really, really difficult decision. Uh, the conversation itself was uh, one of the more difficult ones that I've had. You know, obviously the, the DFA process needs to play out, and so there's you know limited amount that I want to say about it um, until it does. But you know, I I think more than anything, this is just a function of where we're at uh, in the off season and with our 40 man roster. We are there. There are no easy decisions on W E E I. Oh, great, Bloom. Thanks for that. That's what we uh, really wanted to hear. Hey, by the way. You know, we're, we got booed in winter weekend, so luckily we'll wait till after that to say that we've whizzed away $7.25 million on a reliever that, oh, by the way, the general manager who has been getting booed at some of these uh, winter weekends was responsible for, and that gets us off and running here on Gresham Fourier, 10.03, and, uh, well, Foyer, mm. I have a funny feeling you have an issue with Joe Missoula this morning after the Celtics lose 98-95. Well, okay, so let's just get right into it then. Um, my One of my biggest concerns was, okay, uh, one, his inability 
to use timeouts. The guy is like, it's like timeouts are like some sort of like disease. He doesn't like to use them. So sure enough, in the when he needs them, when he needs a timeout most, when he needs to slow things down, when he needs everyone to understand what the circumstance is and what everybody needs to do, I would think based on how many guys that you're missing, you would probably want to like, okay, everybody pause, take a breath. Let's talk about what we're going to do. We shouldn't be in this game, but holy crap, we are. We're down two. Let's make sure we take advantage of all the time that we have left. Mm-hmm. But he, he doesn't. He goes out there, and he doesn't call a timeout, and you look at the guys that are on well, the court. He trusted his superstar. Okay, no, it was more about, okay, so fine, you trust your superstar. But on the court at that point in time, there was uh, uh, Peyton Pritchard, Tatum, Rob Williams, Derek White, and Grant Williams. I can understand if you had Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Brogdon, Al Horford. I can understand if you had your stars, your killers, like your your mercenary guys that go out there and they love this opportunity. Right. But you had five guys on the court that had never been on the court once the entire year. No, but not all have, once. But all have playoff experience and understand how it. to handle close it. and late. The point is, is that they. I didn't think they were going to be in that position anyways based on all the guys that were hurt. But holy crap, here we are. We can steal one on the road when we weren't supposed to win. And I felt like you should have called the freaking timeout. Like, I, I mean, I do you get extra credit for being brave and courageous? Like, I don't understand why you thought that was the point in time to just let it ride. Well, I think it ties into a couple of things. One, they had two timeouts. So your point is valid. Yeah, because, they had two timeouts. Good point. Because, no, but look at the end of the game. Because if you had burned your timeouts and at the end of the game you didn't have one, off the missed free throw, they're able to bang the timeout, advance it to at least half court to be able to get a shot off at the end of the game. To me, there are too many NBA coaches that are willy-nilly with the timeouts, and then you get to a spot like they were at the end, and you didn't have it to be able to get the rebound, bang the timeout, and at least give yourself a chance at the end of the game to hit the three. Now, if they make the free throws, it's a moot point anyway, but uh, some of that is also contingent on the other team missing some free throws. To me, it was just Jason Tatum made a bad read. Here's what it was. He didn't want to give up the ball to Derek White. Derek White was the one that was open. In fact, uh, after the game, Joe Missoula talked about that next-to-last offensive play, and he did take responsibility, but I don't think he needed to. What are you looking for on the last – not the not the three, but the one when Jason ended up getting trapped and kind of – Yeah, I was looking for that. Um, and so that's on me uh, to put him in a better situation. Um, but I thought they had their offensive lineup on the floor. I knew they, you know, they weren't going to let him get something. But if we could get two on the ball, um, but again, I got to put up a better play that kind of allows him to see that better. We couldn't see the two on one well enough, um, so I got to, you know, call a better play there. Or maybe not have Tatum be the guy to bring the ball up the floor and be a part of getting into something versus having him be the guy to kind of generate that play. See, I, I hear what you're saying in terms of the stop down because of who was on the floor, but those are guys who, again, playoff experience, they're veterans. There wasn't a need. It's not like he had a rookie point guard and he needed to be like, okay, let's teach this kid in this situation. Tatum made a bad pass in part because there was someone open that he didn't want to give the ball see, to. See, the only thing that I'll give him credit for, he's like, all right, great. I like this matchup. I'm not going to call a timeout and let them put their best defenders out on the court for one possession. There is, there is that. So there's yep. that to me where I'm like, yep. all right. But what I think trumps that is the circumstances in this particular game based on who was available. Peyton Pritchard should, was 
was not hitting anything. He was almost worthless uh, in, in the second half no, of the game. No, he was the ball handler last night. I mean, it really was. It, it was down to him in terms of essentially being the point. I know, but 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 back to the original situation. Can we just settle these guys down real quickly? Hey, um, you guys have played a lot of minutes. This is just the way it is today because nobody's available, so nobody's bitching about playing 40 minutes, 36 minutes. Let's not worry about that. But we were up, and they went on a run. We couldn't score for over six minutes. They came back. They took the lead. We tied it. They went up by two. Pause. That's all I'm saying. So you want to stem the momentum as well. Well, listen, I just – under this – I would say if this was a – if you had your stars out there and you had – your second option and your third option was almost realistically almost as good as your first option, which was Tatum. Because Tatum, in my opinion, was your only option. And, of course, they right. were going to double-team him. Of uh, course. Right, and that's the thing is that when you put the ball in his hands right away, bringing it up, it's either be aggressive and take it to the hole on the run or give it up so that then he can become the guy that either draws that double team or he got to pass out of it. And to me, that was the problem. It was not only the pass out of it, it was the kind of pass. It would be like a quarterback late in the game throwing across the field to try to make a play to be able to win it, and then the thing gets picked off and housed going the other way. Yeah, so it was a, it was a skip pass that he tries to throw late. It was easy for them to identify where it was going. It wasn't even a tough you know, turnover interception. It was easy. No, Miami's a good defensive team. Too. I know, they but were it, on you, it. you made it real. I just that's my point. Like it just you just made it really easy on them. You were up against it anyways. Okay, Un, uh, undermanned anyway. So why not just say with this group, this is not the time to let it play out. That's all. I thought it, I thought that that was real simple and real obvious. Two timeouts left. Last possession. You're you got a chance to at least tie it. We don't need to win. We just need to tie it. Well, uh, Jason Tatum disagrees with your assessment of not calling the timeout. It was smart for us not to call the timeout. You know, some guys out there that we wanted for them to keep on the floor. Um, you know, we didn't want them to necessarily set up their defense during the timeout. Uh, so I think not calling the timeout was smart. Um, obviously, uh, so me, I got to, you know, they trust me in that situation to make the right play. Uh, regardless of being double teamed or not, uh, you know, I can't let us down like that and, and not even give us up a chance really, you know, to win the game. He's got to trust his teammates too. And again, I thought there was, uh, I thought White was open, didn't want to give it to him. Hence the kind of skip pass across the court leads to the turnover and the Celtics end up losing. You might have a beef with Joe Missoula. If so, 617-779-7937. The Twitch chat up and running and hopping. Boy, this Twitch chat is active this morning. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. Follow WEEI on Twitch. And of course, you can text in at 37937. And then up in America's hat last night in Montreal, the Bruins beat the Canadians 4 to 2. Listen, the Canadians stink record wise. They are not good. However, they really battled the Bruins those first two periods and made it tough on them. Uh, then you end up getting into the third period. Game is tied at two. And the work of the first line. It was Pasternak playing there or playing up there with Marshan and Bergeron, or at least on the shift where they scored. And a lot of hard work, a lot of dirty work. Great rebound by Bergeron. Kind of looks around. 
the defender, and I think it was Marshy that might have been right in front of him, to be able to get it by the goalie, 3-2, and it sounded, Christian, like they were in the garden. It, it wasn't the, oh, it goes deathly silent. You could hear the chance of let's go Bruins at the end of the game. You could hear that there were a significant amount of Bruins fans there last night, and the train keeps rolling. Pasta gets an empty net goal. Mm-hmm. I know you, we should, in theory, sort of take those out, but listen, it's a goal and three assists for Pasta. They win a rivalry game. First line plays great. Bergeron gets the game winner. And this team just keeps on trucking. It's amazing. Yeah. We're really, we're real. In all seriousness, I think there's a healthy portion of New England sports fans that might be missing the boat on just how unbelievable a run we're watching. This is the closest thing you're going to get to the Patriots of 07 in that undefeated run. And the Bruins have five flipping losses through like 50 games or whatever it is. It is insane in hockey context what they're doing. Well, in in hockey context, okay, this is the fastest team to 80 points in NHL history. Crazy. Think about the In NHL history, not in the last 30 years, not blah, 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 blah. In in NHL history, I mean, they're, they're, they're so close to 100 points and we haven't even had the freaking All-Star game yet. So that, to me, is just a given. Like, they will reach 100 points, obviously. They'll probably break the record if things keep going the way they are. But So to me, you're right. It is amazing. And I think it's obvious. I think, I think fans are aware of two things. When it comes to the Celtics and when it comes to the Bruins, hottest ticket in town to get those two teams. No try, get, try getting doubt. tickets to the Celtics. Try getting tickets to the Bruins, and then if you can't get tickets, you say, screw mm. it, I'm going to go on the road and watch them. You have to say, I'm Greg Hill. Give yes. me my seat. And I don't just row. want normal. Yeah, I want and I want them free. Yes, and I'm not going to, and you're going to pay me to show up. That's right. Bring Greg. one of my cute friends along with me. Oh, yeah. eye candy. You know what? Because that's how I roll. Um, no, it is. Third leg Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they like you so much? <laughs> well, uh, as you can tell, back in the old uh. days. Uh, I'm only five eleven, but when I stand on my wallet, I'm six ten. Hi, he's just got he's just got away with words. <laughs> they all flock to him, and they're on every word, just waiting. Uh, it, listen, I took a you know I have a big announcement coming up soon. Oh, and soon, not not in oh, the next really? couple weeks. The next couple of weeks, and I just uh, happened to turn. Billy, are you guys in the loop on Christian's uh, big announcement yes. soon? Yes. Can't say I, I am. Yeah, uh, you I'm are. Out too. You are in a way you are, but you don't know everything. But I. I happened to have an opportunity to go take a tour of the Arbach Center yesterday. Ooh. Yesterday. Brag. Well, I was just, listen, I was invited. It's not a brag. It's just Ooh. what happened. And so and it and, was two days ago, and, by the way. Uh, it was Monday. It was. See, you do. Thank you. I'm so glad you're in my life. It was yesterday. It was Monday. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah, and they were just talking about just how hot the tickets are, how hard they are to get. There's no tickets available. There's a wait list and all that stuff. Everything is sold out. And it's the same with the Bruins, and so so much that even when you see like a national game on TNT or ESPN or something like mm-hmm. that, they focus in on the Celtic fans on a road trip, how well they travel. Like you're in Miami, and nobody gives a crap about Miami Heat basketball, even when they were good and they were winning championships. <laughs> they don't show up till the middle of the first quarter. Oh, what we're supposed to wear white? Oh, my bad. Let me what? go back. When Anthony Shriver stopped going, you knew they jumped the shark. When LeBron left, that was it for old Shrives down there. I, I wish <laughs> I had my phone ready. Total sidebar, <laughs> coaster mover here. But they showed uh, 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 somebody was doing it anyway. They were showing uh, Spolstra. 
Okay. And behind Spolstra was this hot smoke show. Oh. And you didn't see her face. You just saw her body. No bra. Spaghetti straps, like, wow. for a top. Like, high beams on. It must have been really cold in there. <laughs> and I was amazed that they kept the camera on as long as they did. Well, well nobody gave a crap about, about what Spolster was saying or doing, but it was this camera guy was probably going, zoom in and go. You and I had been around a lot of uh, the technical term now so that we can be, okay. right? Like garbage men are not garbage it? men. They're sanitary uh, engineers. Okay. Our photojournalist friends ah. are normally some of the horniest people on yes. a television crew. Yes, they are. Because they're the ones who, you know, when Trolling you're in break, the stands. that yep. is exactly right. They troll on the stands and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Jim Montgomery, by the way, loved the fact that they uh, won the first rivalry game between Montreal. Oh, and the Red Sox uh, DFA'd Matt Barnes. Uh, we got the reaction to the Bill O'Brien hiring. Um the Tom Brady audio we didn't get to yesterday. We only need five minutes to touch on this. However, I think we might get a little story time with Christian Fourier, who has probably been yelled at by Tom Brady <laughs> a time or two. Or the uh, opposite. Do we need to be a little uh, worried about the Celtics? The Baseball Hall of Fame, I, just 11-25, y'all. We'll all get it out then because mm -hmm. what a joke it is. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Grash and Fourier. On WEEI.
the points will be up. Uh-oh, we're singing again. Let's go. Bill O'Brien's in as the OC. He knows what he is doing. All the points will be up. Mac Jones will look like he did when he was just a rookie. Yeah. There you go. What does a Gresh groupie look like? Does anybody want to take a shot at this? Anybody? It looks like, like you. It looks like It me. looks like a middle-aged man who, uh, uh, okay. that's about it. That's the Gresh groupie? Yep. That's okay. about it. Middle-aged white guy? Yeah. Just holding up a Coors Light yep. with a pair of Dockers on or khakis? Whatever. Right? Normally with a jersey, going out and eating oh, wings yeah. in the parking lot and stuff like that. Maybe drives a pickup truck. I, I'm Unlike about, you, I was about to, I was you about got to eight go. different cars in your no, driveway. I have one car. palatial estate. Nope, I have one car, and I have one car that I took from my you divorce. You have one That's that it. you drive, but I you have, have one a, car. You have, a, you have a gaggle of cars with I a have, gaggle of kids. Figure? No, my kids only have, out of all the kids, they, all, they share one car, and it's like 10 years old. What? Yes. I'm not giving out away cars in the foyer household. Oh, listen no, you're to earning, this. You're earning, you're getting your own car. I'm not buying you a car. That was a rule I set down. Years ago, I am not responsible for your transportation. Go get a job. Does uh, <laughs> does does Bill O'Brien get the company car whenever they uh, eventually officially announce that he will be the uh, he'll be the offensive coordinator? It's really amazing the reaction to this. Where I do believe, even as we speak here this morning at ten twenty six, you know, the year of our Lord twenty twenty three, January twenty fifth, uh, that it isn't official official just yet, even though. He is one of the well. I know Schefter reported it. I don't think the Patriots have stamped it yet. We all know it's going to happen. And this whole setup for the East-West Shrine yeah. game, there are supervisory coaches, and Bill O'Brien is one of yeah. them. But were you at any way, shape, or form surprised to hear that Mac Jones is quote very excited about having oh, Bill O'Brien on? At all, I'm telling you, we talked about it yesterday. <laughs> the happiest person in the room. You know what? Is it has to be Mac Jones. Hey, we're gonna go out tonight. We're gonna celebrate, and we're gonna leave the lights on when we get home. Woo! Look out! Everybody's getting happy right now. No, I'm not surprised at all. Like I, I don't think, and he's not the only one. He is affected directly the most because his relationship with Bill O'Brien is going to be, you know, significant. It's just you spend too much time with the guy, and he's probably going to be your your quarterbacks coach. Also, you probably end up getting sick of him. I mean, he's never going to be away from you. You're going to be talking every day. You're going to be talking on your days off. You're going to be probably coming in on your days off because you have to. Imagine Mac Jones texting this guy an offensive idea. I can't envision that Mac Jones was like, hey, man, I just woke up to go to the can at 3 a.m. and I thought of this concept. Yeah. And you texted to Matt Patricia. No, Jeez, I don't get it. Is this which, which, where's what's this guy? Who, what's this guy supposed to be doing? Hold on, hold on. Oh, let me let me look at it again. What's a second tight end that goes out in route? I don't understand oh, this. I see it. So you want to fake right, then go left? Oh, oh yeah. Wait, are we allowed to trick the defense? <laughs> I Is, thought we I, had to play it clean. Am I allowed to use motion? Oh, so that's what they mean by shotgun. Oh, Damn it. What's what a that? shift? That is crazy. Whoa, this is blowing my mind. Man, it's week 15, man. Why are we just doing this now? <laughs> it's week 15. It's week 15. <laughs> Why did anybody tell me? This is mind-blowing. Wow. I'm going to get right on it. It's funny because uh, do you feel like there's a backlash? Oh, yeah. You think there's like, I oh, feel yeah. like for some reason, some people hate this. Some people look at Bill O'Brien 
and they just feel like it doesn't work or they just don't like Bill O'Brien. I feel like Bill O'Brien does not get credit for a lot of things. Divisional wins in his conference with the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. Forget about what he did in the postseason. He won the division multiple times. I would also like to say that he also doesn't get credit for the development of Deshaun Watson. He gets no credit for that. Now, listen, he had nothing to do with him turning into a complete and utter perv and, right. you know, and like, and that whole thing. He, he didn't probably, teach him. He, he didn't, didn't give him the Ime Udoka plan. No, he said, listen, go get yourself a washcloth. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's too, it's not obvious enough. You got to get a washcloth, not a full towel. And tell him that you have pain inside your growing area. He didn't do that. But why Why wouldn't he get credit? Was that Jack Easterby? <laughs> yeah, that was Jack. No, now this is what I know. Why doesn't he get credit for it? Deshaun Watson got one of like the highest contract in NFL history, was traded, and has nothing but guaranteed money. They drafted him out of Clemson. You got to give him some sort of credit for his development. Like what Deshaun Watson was capable of doing was to, in order to earn that reputation had a lot to do with Bill O'Brien. He doesn't get credit for that at all. Now, maybe he doesn't want credit for it because he wants his name removed. Well, but there is something to – he developed a quarterback. Like, he he also was part of this – so he doesn't get credit for just things that I think that other coaches do get credit for. Mm-hmm. You win a division in that town, and you don't advance. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. You know? But you won the division. Tennessee didn't win it. Indianapolis did it. The Jags did it. You did Am I right or wrong well, on that? No. Am I, am and, I and, off and on that? Here's the thing. I think there is that natural backlash of the, oh, Bill's going back to someone he knows. But I think the difference between Bill O'Brien and Joe Judge and Matt Patricia is what you just said. We forget that Bill O'Brien, even though there was no AFC championship game or Super Bowl run, he's one of those guys who came out of college and I think 52 and 48 was the career record because there's always the narrative of college coaches don't work. I think the only two in the last 20 years that came from college who ended up with winning records were Jim Harbaugh and Bill O'Brien. Now, Bill O'Brien also had the pro rub before yeah. that, but did spend a lot of time oh, in college football. And Harbaugh football. was a pro but look at it this. But look at it this way. If you didn't like Joe Judge coming aboard because he was a loser as a head coach, and if you didn't like Matt Patricia coming aboard because he was a loser as a head coach – then if you're going to apply that same logic to Bill O'Brien, it kind of doesn't really apply unless it is the, well, I just don't want Bill going back to ba 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 and sort of putting the band back together is, I think, the way. So, hell, Mike Reese told ESPN Radio yesterday that uh, Bill Belichick felt fortunate that Bill O'Brien was available. Huh. Fortunate that he was available. Or lucky. He could have just said lucky. Well, Maybe that's Mike Reese. But I hear when I hear fortune, I hear I lucky. Know. That's your little friend. Yeah, yeah. A little buddy. That's it's like right. I'm Master Blaster. He's the little yep. he's the guy that's on the back. You can of you can Blaster. put him in a you can put him in a uh a, a backpack. <laughs> and Maybe Bjorn. Put him right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Strap him yeah, right on there and right. walk around with him, right? <laughs> I do think it's well, of course he did, because I think this goes back to the fact that Bill okay, feels fortunate that he was available, goes back to our discussion yesterday. Like, Bill wasn't going to poach Nick Saban's coach. He wasn't going to poach it. He wasn't going to raid his offensive staff. Like, those two are on point or on record of feeling the same way. Back when ESPN did that whole Bill goes and meets with Nick Saban and they talk about the same thing. When Nick Saban coaches leave, he doesn't like the fact that those guys that leave for another head coaching job try to take his coaches. Go find your own coaches. 
So, of course, there's a lot of respect and, you know, understanding, like two mafia bosses. Hey, you don't come into my neighborhood, I won't come into your neighborhood. As long as we keep the peace, eh, you know what, we can be friends, right? That's mm-hmm. who I think it is. But I do think it's interesting that there's not a there, – there's Bill O'Brien has been successful everywhere he's been, starting with the Patriots. I don't know about his career past. Texture says, look at what he did with Hackenberg at Penn State. See, people look at Hackenberg and they look at that. I look at that. I told you this before. I was one of the first, when I was working for ESPN, mm-hmm. I was one of the first guys to go into that facility after Joe Paterno died, after that whole debacle, after after years and years and years of mismanagement, yep, of not coaching, of watching, true story, the quarterbacks were watching movies while they were meeting. Complete and utter dysfunction. Nobody knew what they were doing and nobody knew how to fix it. That guy rolled in, okay, two different college programs probably – or similar with like how bad they were. Okay. It was Penn State, which was conditioned for years with Joe Paterno, and Baylor with Matt Rule after the whole Art Bryles fiasco and Baylor. When Baylor big mess. Huge mess. He yep. goes back, Matt Rule goes there, he turns around, he gets a head coaching job. He did such a good job. Carolina hires him. Penn State with Joe Paterno leaving, and then uh uh Bill O'Brien rolling in there and fixing that just the people at Penn he State, saved, he, he arguably saved he saved the program. He saved them yep. in a year, in a matter of uh, months. He completely changed the. Nobody there knew what the hell was going on. He completely whipped them into shape. I mean, without the whip, right? Okay, so that you could not be in a better position. Yeah, I think Bill probably feels lucky as hell that he was able to withstand last year's debacle and like transition with. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, and hopefully, thank God, his contract was over. And that way, he's not as guilty. It worked out for him, and I think Belichick knew that Bill O'Brien would be there, and it was just a matter of will he have other opportunities. And in terms of the reaction to Bill O'Brien, there are two that we need to sink our teeth into. One is what you would expect from friend Devin McCourty, who you hear on the Greg Hill Show during the uh, Patriots season. He was on with uh, our pal Tom Curran and Phil Perry on the Patriots podcast over there at NBC Sports Boston. Here's what Devin McCourty said about Bill O'Brien. What the Patriots did on offense last year doesn't really matter. You know, I think every year is something new. I think the building blocks will be there. I think you're going to have a lot of people ready to get after it and excited, you know, for the season. Um, You know, I think, you know, I spoke about it at the end of last year. The results weren't where they needed to be. You know, when your team falls short in the playoffs, you, you know, you don't finish with a winning record. There are going to be, there's going to be changes. And I think Mm. with changes comes the unknown and with changes also comes excitement. Um, Every year you see that, you know, we just went through that after the 2020 season when we had an influx of free agents coming. There was a, a whole new kind of momentum and life brought in and it was still unknown. Like no one knew what any how everything was going to work out or what guys were going to do. But it's that change. It's the, the new people coming in. And you know, I think that's what Billy O is going to bring offensively is going to be just a new coach coming in. It's going to be what he does and everything. And everyone will have to buy in and learn and listen. Um, and I think that's going to create a new kind of energy in life. I think all Patriots fans should be, you should be excited to see what that looks like. Um, because like you said, Tom, there's a lot of young, talented guys on that roster. Um, and you were able to see that this year and, you know, in different segments and different times throughout the season. So 
uh, as a fan, I would be excited watching that. It's interesting to hear Devin McCourty use the word energy more than once because it felt like the energy around the offense, especially in the final five weeks, was pretty negative. Well, yeah, because you almost you just, every time you go to work, you just know it's going to be more of the same. They're just you can you know convince yourself and be as delusional as possible, but you get out there and it's just the same old game plan, and they just you know what you're. I feel like you know what the ending is. They're not stupid. They know they're handicapped in a way as far as what they're capable of doing, what they're yep. what they can accomplish. They just know they can't do it. They were playing left handed yeah, all year. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, then, so what are we gonna do? It's like you just how do you get up for that? Like you literally have to convince yourself to be in a good mood. Right, you just have to say. I remember times like when when I was on crappy teams, before I stepped on the field, like the whole it was like a field of dreams moment. Right, I step on the field, I gotta just be the happy guy. I know we sucked. I know our offense sucked. I know, but so even getting a check didn't make you be like, "Up, oh, it's Sunday, time no, to go to work." No, it didn't. Like you know, that was a given. So you knew you were getting it no matter what. It was like more of a livelihood feel, right? You know, like. What what you know? Hey, we have an opportunity in the postseason. They know they didn't. Crappy teams know they don't have a shot. Crap, they they know it. The good teams like they they understand. Like unless we just completely pee down our leg, you know things are going to be good. It sounded like to me like the Devin McCord was almost talking himself into coming back, like reassuring himself, like hey, this is going to be good. The energy is going to be up. We're going to be much better. We're going to make the playoffs. Man, we went out in such a bad way. I almost feel like he's. Like, anyone who was going to leave probably may reconsider. Hey, listen, they're going to be good this year. You think Slater and McCourty are going to be like, mean, this could fix a lot of uh, things. It's worth one more year. I think McCourty has an opportunity to make a lot of money doing media. So I think he has a soft landing spot. Slater seems more into the ministry type deal. I feel like that's where he's headed. But if they think there's a chance to win big, do they come back for one more year? (sighs) Well, if they ask Shannon Sharp... When he's not starting fights at NBA games, uh, he would probably tell those guys, nah, you need to sit. Here is Skip's buddy ripping Bill O'Brien. Guess who he signed? Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. Game 72 million. Mm-hmm. And then guess who he traded? Traded D-Hop for a running back. Man, Brock Osweiler lasted longer in Houston than Skip in the military. Mm-hmm. And Skip didn't go to the military. Mm-hmm. He, he terrible. Mm. I'm sorry, Skip, I was long-winded. He terrible, and he ain't going to make no difference. First of all, and I'm going to try to be as uh, polite as I can Please, in what saying are we doing? this. Please don't. Please don't be polite. Like, he deserves every bit of just criticism that you're about to give that I would like to pile on to. If you first. this moron wasn't sitting across from one of the greatest trolls the media has ever created and enabled to be able to make millions of dollars, because unfortunately we have a lot of dum-dums who sit on Twitter all day who think, oh, this is great content when Skip is throwing his Dak Prescott jersey away and then, oh, yeah, hey, I'm going to start this fight and then I'll apologize and we'll end up getting... That show is nothing more than WWE. And I'm a WWE fan, but I watch that product knowing that there are writers and there's stuff going on. These two guys literally should work for Vince McMahon. And here's why Shannon Sharp is a Hall of Fame moron. <laughs> did he say anything? Oh, like that. Did he say anything about Bill O'Brien, the play caller? No. Nope. He referenced a bad signing in mm-hmm. Brock Asweiler that was mm-hmm. terrible, and Rick Smith was a part of that too. 
And then the whole trading away of DeAndre Hopkins, which was not handled gracefully, no question. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Bill O'Brien going to make a draft pick here? Does Bill O'Brien run the football operation? Does Bill O'Brien have direct access to the owner like he had with old Tommy Boy McNair and his freaking giant uh, Craig Stadler mustache? Again, morons beget morons. Skip's a moron. He hired a moron who then turned around and said a moronic thing about a guy where it's about him being the GM, not about an offensive coordinator, because I don't care what Shannon Sharp says. Bill O'Brien can call plays at the NFL level. It's been proven in multiple places, and if that guy wasn't so worried about getting clicks that people ah, rub the peanut butter all over their nipples to suck in because he said something stupid for 35 seconds and people think that's content, that guy can just shut the F up and go straight to hell. You moron. You dope. If it wasn't for a guy sitting across from you that craved a person dumber than him, then he wouldn't be on national television. Skip that. It's pretty good. I don't even know. If, I mean, I don't. I mean, I could pile on real quick. A Hall of yeah. Fame moron. Well, I, see, here's who, my... by the way, has the body of a Greek god. He yeah. looks great. Good for you. You're 54 years old and you got abs. Maybe if they gave you a brain, you could think. You ought to stop. Right. You want smoke? I don't care. Go ahead. Smoke this. Go yell at some more NBA players. Go get some more clickbait that, unfortunately, people in our business are like, oh, this is great stuff. Right. And millions of people watching that show. It's like eight. Can we? Can we? Six freaking people watch that stupid show in the morning. Um, I feel like we should just sell some soap because I do have a comment, and I'm going to tell you why. I think I know the why of this. The why of what? Of why he is resistant and so ignorant to the fact that why he's sh- choosing the fact that this is not going to work out for them. Like he's, I think he's. He didn't some, give one football reason. No, why. he didn't. He doesn't. He, and you know what? And I think there's just. I think there's a reason why. Can, just to sell some soap real quick, and then I will come back and tell you why. All right. Just real quick. Real quick. I'll tell you why. 617-779-7937. Well, he said go sell some soap because if if the guy had some body fat, I would say, you know, we should boil him in oil and sell the fat for soap. And we can get that line in there as well. No. Uh, Christian will uh, follow up on the, uh, the Hall of Famer, Shannon Sharp, and we'll get to you on the phones next. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Us, love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. My face above the water. My feet can't touch the ground. Hey, listen, I don't expect everybody to be completely on board with Bill O'Brien. Like, I understand that. But good Lord, if you're a Hall of Fame player, you would think you'd, I don't know, talk about the job he's going to do, which is focusing on the play calling. But 
you you got left over because I lost my mind for a few minutes. No, it's okay. I just I just want to co-sign. I just think that there's obviously, uh, I think some people like like Shannon Sharp who has friends who are who are in the league and look at uh, DeAndre Hopkins situation and probably say you know wow Bill O'Brien did you dirty. Man, what a jerk he was. So I'm on your side all the time. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have an opportunity to bash Bill O'Brien, I'm going to bash Bill O'Brien. Even though his record tells you totally different, right? And then you look like a fool by saying it won't work. It's the most predictable thing for this offense that Bill O'Brien is going to work. And you and you look at how low they were, how bad they were. An average offensive quarter would improve what they did. So an experienced one with a long history of success and developing young quarterbacks. There you go. Let's not forget Deshaun Watson was a rookie under Bill right. O'Brien. I would say even when Bill O'Brien got fired, Deshaun Watson was still thriving because of the the knowledge and coaching that Bill O'Brien gave him. So that's why I think I just I just don't think Shannon Sharp likes Bill O'Brien. So whenever he gets a chance to bash him, he's going to do it. Even though, so the only alternative he has is to rip him for some of his personnel moves. Correct. Great. Listen, some guys can coach. Some guys can pick personnel. It's rare when guys can do both. It's rare when a head coach, most guys can't do it. I'll give you a long list of guys that got hired by teams and they were given that, that you know, we can do anything we want. Normally, the team ends up giving away the personnel duties, and they give it to somebody else. Right, you're too invested. You can't. You can't see through it. You're you're just not a good judge of talent. Like you can, we can talk about it, but I'm the final say. Bill O'Brien is going to be. It's going to make such a unbelievable difference for this offense. You won't even recognize the last one. I'm with you, LJ in the car on Bob with Gresham Foyer. Hello, LJ. Hey guys, thanks for uh, putting me on. Hey, um, just two, uh, two parts to this. First of all, uh, you know, two years ago, uh, Belichick went out and spent a lot of money on the two best tight ends available, uh, Hunter Henry and John o. Smith. Now O'Brien's got a track record of, you know, running that that two tight end offense with, with Gronk and Hernandez in 2011. Um, can, can we see maybe that? You know, maybe he unlocks those two a little bit more than Josh McDaniels or Patricia was able to. Uh, and then secondly, what is the percentage or odds you would place on Mac Jones, in fact, being the, the quarterback? Or does this leave the door open for, you know, maybe Brady coming back? That's a two-part question there for you guys. LJ, thank you. I think this whole part of this move is geared towards we have Mac Jones. We heard him this past year. We knew what he was as a rookie. Can we get this guy to where we think we can? And I think they do think he is worth that investment. And the fact that you have two more years of cost certainty with Mac Jones. They make it a lot easier to have him around than it is to say, well, we've got, say, $40 million in cap space, even though we have a first-round quarterback that we like, that we put through the ringer last year, let's go spend 25 or $30 million on someone else. It just doesn't fit the way they're building this team. Mac is going to get every opportunity to be the guy here, I think, with a full year under Bill O'Brien, and then they'll reserve the right to maybe change their mind after next year. But to me, Mac's the guy. Agreed. Um, and, and to the tight end part, I know a lot of people are looking at the whole Hernandez-Gronk situation. I would say the two guys that you have are not even close to being equal to what those guys, you know, no one, you couldn't guard Aaron Hernandez in a phone booth. And nobody is as dominant and as physical and as talented as Robert Kronkowski. Now, you probably have a 
C plus version of that, you know, B version of that. I think Hunter Henry can do the same things that Gronk did, but not nearly to that same level. In a Bill O'Brien offense, Hunter Henry should be able to slide into maybe a top five, like maybe fifth, maybe fifth through eighth if you were to rank the tight ends. Well, I would just say this. But he'll definitely climb up the so-called production charts. Yeah, he just got to stay healthy. I will say this. Bill O'Brien will know how to utilize them better than Matt Patricia did. Bill O'Brien wow. will be able to trust them, put them in positions of success better than Matt Patricia did. Like, he'll be able to time it up. He'll be able to set up mismatches, mismatches, mismatches. Like, to me, hey, listen, I got this guy and this guy. Well, listen, I can, I can convince this guy, to, you know, to do this better. I could hold him more accountable. And if he isn't, I'm just never going to use his ass, and I'll use somebody else. That's where I don't worry about. That In that regard, I go, wow, like, all these guys are going to be playing so much better one, because they trust the guy calling plays. He's going to demand more from them. And I think all of them collectively want it. Want it more. Yes. 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 They're being made fun of just as much as anybody else. Where they, they all think you suck. You None of you guys are in any good. So, hell, I mean, now, like, everybody's all in. It's just going to be so much easier. It's going to be smoother. Sure, there'll be speed bumps. But for the most part, it's going to be better. Let's go to Paul and Abington on the Patriots offense. Hi, Paul. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. So I'm going to stem off a little bit on that uh, Jonu Smith mentioned in the previous caller. But my my big thing, if it, just taking numbers, if they if they go with typically five running backs, five receivers each season, for example, there are only three names that I can think of that I would be willing to hold on to, and that is Stevenson, Hunter Henry, and Jacoby Myers. Everybody else on that roster for, on the offensive side has got to go. If I'm not mistaken, I thought they signed Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, both the two-year deals, and possibly Jonu Smith to two-year deals. But if not, I, I would just deplete or get rid of as much offense as you can on that team. There's nobody worth holding on to. Maybe Thornton, somebody to build with, but you gotta, you got to get rid of half that offense. It was terrible. They're not good players. Jonu Smith was never a good tight end even before he came here. He had one so-called decent season. I think it was roughly 40 catches, which for a tight end, I'm expecting 60, 70, 80 at minimum. You know, Hunter Henry, I think you can still get back to getting that from him, but they need to revamp that whole offense. Couldn't disagree more, Paul. You want to throw a lot of good players out. You didn't mention the offensive line, and that's a big part of it as well. Even Sean McDermott, in talking about the Bills, you know what was the first thing he mentioned? about getting better next year, we got to really focus hard on the line of scrimmage. We're looking at these guys as if Matt Patricia had a freaking clue, and now it's, well, they all suck. Like Paul and Abby, ah, they all suck. Keep three of them, get rid of everybody else. Good luck. Good luck in doing that. Good luck in recruiting whole new offense or three-fifths of an offensive line. Good luck in just being like, yeah, we'll keep Jacoby Myers. We'll just get rid of the rest of these bums. Yeah, we'll trade for this guy. We'll bring this dude in. We have no idea if they can play here. What the hell? Just blow it up because we're upset with everything and blow it up. Like, no. They're closer to right than wrong. That's why Bill O'Brien's here. I agree. I mean, did he mention Jacoby Myers? Did he want to keep Jacoby he Myers? He did, and I don't – I'm yeah. – Listen, okay, so, no, stop. I don't know. Listen, do not – if I tell you Jacoby Myers 15 mil a year, you say no freaking way. If I say Jacoby Myers 
eight mil a year, you say what? Let me think about he's it. An, he's. I can't believe that you will not give this man his due. No, listen, he is I, the most I just reliable think, guy you have on your squad, and I think someone is going to overpay for that. That's the essence of free agency. Oh, see, this is the only difference. The I don't essence, think somebody will. The essence of free agency is guys get overpaid, and there will be someone out there who will look at Jacoby Myers with delusions of grandeur. See, I disagree. I think he does what happens to him. Why would he be any different than what happened to Wes Welker and Julian Edelman when they did the same thing and nobody offered them the big money and they had to come back? People haven't embraced the third wide receiver then, which they now have. Mm. There was the thought that it was all Brady and Bill at the time, and a lot of people really felt that. Miami didn't even want to keep Welker, or they let him go pretty easily. And I think you get the free agency, and there are so many offensive guys out there that just go nuts for wide receivers that are proven and maybe somebody over the middle. I can see McDaniels giving him too much money because, you know, he'd come in and fit in right away. And if he's going to get Brady, you know, you're not familiar with him, but they run the offense, this and there is, we go. This we'll, is something we have to follow. Oh, no, we, 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 haven't, even, we haven't even scratched the service of the free agent stuff yet this offseason. But we want to get back to the Celtics to start hour two. Do we need to be a little worried? We got injuries. We got coaching questions. We'll get to that with you next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.